Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Book of Caleb titled Clickbait. Um, or actually it's titled, Is Drinking Really That Bad For You? We dive deep into, is it or not? Can you justify it? I think that you could argue either side that it's, yeah, bad for you or that no, in moderation, of course, it's fine. Um, but let's look a little deeper into that and see, I'm interested to see what you come out thinking. Enjoy. When I wrote down this episode title, I was laughing because, I mean, really, is drinking really that bad for you? You know, come on. I think uh, there's a general consensus that technically, yes, in theory, alcohol is quote unquote bad for you. However, you know, you could argue that most um, or the majority of U.S. adults drink alcohol to some capacity. So, you know, when you're thinking like, is it really that bad for you? Um, Well, then why do so many people do it? Um, According to the 2018 National Survey on Drug Use and Health, 86% of people 18 or older reported drinking at some point in their life. Um, and then 70% reported drinking in the past year. So that's why I argue like, yeah, well, you know, the majority of U.S. adults, you know, using this like study as like data for reference, drink alcohol to some capacity. So lots of people do it. Is it actually bad for you? Or I want to know where you fall in thinking if it's okay, bad, or even good for you. Can you make that argument? And I wanted to bring on an expert in not drinking for the past almost one and a half, maybe two years. So I did my research, looked online for that go-to person, and I brought on Michael Caleb to the show. Welcome, Michael. Hello. Um, Yep, I've drank, and I have not drank. I've done it all, really. But yeah, for the past year and a half, I've not had one, uh, one sip of alcohol plenty of non-alcoholic beverages had non-alcoholic beverage tonight and they're coming out with more and more non-alcoholic beverages every time i go to the store and i go to the non-alcoholic section i seem to find more and more options and i just found a budweiser that has a non-alcoholic budweiser which i got a couple weeks ago um which is great so those big companies are coming into the game and the non-alcoholic sector is certainly growing um so Mark when, it comes, his words. when it comes to drinking or non-drinking, I know both. Right now, I seem to be more of a non-alcoholic kind of expert, but I can I can uh, go back, say, two, three years and recall <laughs> when I did partake in the uh, consumption of alcohol. Sure. Sure. And uh, when was your last drink, sir? It was uh, 2018 uh, Christmas, actually. 2018. So that would be, let me guess the month, December? December 25th. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, so you do remember the date. Mm-hmm. December 25th, 2018 is last yeah. time you've had a drink. We're in June, late June of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing some general Google research here on fun facts about alcohol so that we can help us talk about this, Michael. And 
I want to know if you think it's like confusing info because I honestly do, right? I could Google my way to convince myself, oh, alcohol is not that bad. Or I could Google my way to convince myself like alcohol is terrible. Mm. Why would you ever drink it? So here's some fun facts. Let's start with one. Are you ready? Sure. Great. According to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse on what would be considered alcoholism, drinking is considered to be moderate or low risk range for women if they have no more than three drinks a day and no more than seven drinks a week. So I'll start with that woman statistic. Do you think that's high or low? So no more than three drinks a day and then overall in the week, no more than seven total. What what are the numbers on that? No more than three. A, so if you had two a day, that'd be 14 in a week. Well, then you would be at more of a high risk level for alcoholism. Yeah, for you sure. You can have seven drinks total and then within those parameters, no more than three of those in one day. And they consider you to be like low risk. You're not. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. So seven and okay, so that's seven drinks a week, though. Does that seem like high to you? I mean, it averages out to a drink a day. Um, I think so. See, that's what's weird because it does to me now. Right. In this stage of my life and where I'm at, I would say pre kids. Uh, no, I mean I could have a drink or two. Every day. I yeah, it just wouldn't wouldn't affect me at all, and there's just a lot more downtime, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no kids screaming at you at five thirty six in the morning. So, um, I would say yeah, now that just seems like so much. So, I don't know. That's just what's the age on this person? They're just an adult. Yeah, they're just an adult who can legally drink. Ooh, it's it's tricky. See, it seems high. That seems high to me right now. I'm answering right now. Yeah, as a thirty six year old dad of two. And it seems high for me to when you look at it, but I could easily. And so the other thing too, right? Like, well, what's a drink? So it's five ounces of wine, twelve ounces of beer, one and a half ounces of a shot of hard liquor. You know, mm-hmm. like in your cocktail. And so it's very easy to consume seven of those. Yes. In a week, mm-hmm. if you're going by measurements, especially wine and especially like hard li- making yourself a margarita. Right? You're not just dumping in one and a half shots of tequila typically if you're like mixing it at home. And I doubt that like happens at a restaurant either. No. Yeah. And so, you know, oh, I only had two drinks at dinner. Well, really, like the serving size was probably like four drinks. No, it's probably one and a half. So, like three drinks, I would say. <laughs> okay. So, it's not double. But yeah. I know what you're saying, yeah. For the serving size, people are definitely easily hitting those quotas, sure. Yes. If they drink, yeah. And so for men, what do you, what's your guess? The statistic is per day and then total per week, and you're at a low risk for being like alcoholic. Probably probably four for the day, and then for the week, since women's was seven, I'd say uh, 11 for a male. 7 11. So it's 14 a week. I also twice. Okay. Yeah. Which is interesting. And do you know why that is? You're going to say no, but go ahead and say no. Well, I'm not quite sure. No. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you'd know or not, Michael. It's because apparently, like, guys have more water content. And so they're able to, like, abs- like absorb the alcohol more efficiently. And it's just you. you All the water you're... content? Okay. Well, yeah. I, they're just bigger. 
yes they which can is way be, way more but like your yeah. hormones and stuff influence that too of just like how much water you're carrying and so then that like allots you more alcohol hmm. in the more so just more hydrated to begin with or yeah. water okay gosh women we just always you know get the bad card yeah you do um so yeah i think though that though like 14 drinks a week for a guy I mean, I know plenty, plenty of friends who do that, but uh, yeah, that seems high to me for sure. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's a f- fun fact, right? And then, mm-hmm. but then you're still allegedly on the like lower scale of. This is for Americans. Yes, it could okay. be for anyone, right? But the, this is you know targeted towards Americans. Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. Okay, so second fun fact: doing some general research. Um, the most common health effects of like what alcohol is going to damage your major with, organs yeah right and so your heart your liver um, can cause nerve damage memory problems sexual dysfunction um, and over time this turns to the frontal lobe frontal lobe damage of the brain Oh, who needs the frontal lobe anyways, but okay. Yeah, that just helps you with making decisions yeah. and other sure. other things. But, you know, right when you make this argument, is alcohol really that bad for you? The heart, the, I mean, what are these, what are Do those I? important organs you just named off? I mean, <laughs> whatever, frontal lobe. I think that they're, <laughs> I would call them essential organs. Oh, sure, okay. I think that you can actually survive without a heart. You can have like an artificial heart. You can survive. Who didn't have the heart? Was it the Tin Man? Correct. Yeah. Look at him. Well, yeah. I mean, he made it to Oz. and He He was a complete mess, actually. Really? Until he got the heart, yeah. I thought that the Scarecrow was the mess. He was like leaking hay. And he didn't have a brain. He didn't have a frontal lobe, right? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Sounds like they're all alcoholics. (laughs) Well, you'd have to be. Oh, yeah, and you got the, that'd be a tough situation. Yeah, yeah I, I see and I guess I shouldn't, like, bounce around the term alcoholics and alcoholism and, like, make it seem, like, casual or they're not, we're not, like, sensitive to it, but, um, you know. I'm, I know plenty of alcoholics. Do you? Yeah, recovering, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's, like, a day-to-day thing, and, yeah, it's a real struggle for them. It's a serious thing, so. Yeah, yeah. shouldn't make light of it. And exactly. And like alcoholic doesn't mean that you are drinking. No, no. Right? That means that you're, you're trying to not drink, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, oh, I know plenty of alcoholics. Like, yeah, you actually like do know a decent amount of people who are recovering. Well, if you're an AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, it's anonymous. What's your name? Well, it's anonymous, yeah. Yeah. So. You can't say. You wouldn't even know. Walking around, they look like just you and me. <laughs> right. They're going to these meetings, but not right now. I think they're virtual, if that. Oh, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, yeah but that'd be great, because you could attend more. It'd actually be more convenient. Well, they're saying, I think this COVID-19 is causing it more can... relapses, or it's causing people, people to drink more, certainly. We know that. Yes. Yes. Um, so maybe creating new alcoholics? I don't know. As I, like, wonder, yes, through this, you know, COVID thing that still exists, right? But it's, like, my relationship with alcohol and why I wanted to talk about this is because that has, like, evolved over this, like, three-month period. I feel Mm -hmm. like I really enjoy wine and margaritas. 
And I really, really enjoyed wine for a long time. Like Fit Vine wine. That was, was your go too. Yeah. That was my jam. I loved it. It made sense. It didn't make me, you know, lose sleep at night. It was like finally I'd found something that met all those needs or <laughs> Um, but now it's, I swear it's been like over a month since I've had Fitvine wine. It definitely has been over a month. Is that accurate? Yeah, that seems accurate. Yeah. Um, maybe we had some over Memorial Day. Not so, me. No. We, okay. I probably bought it, but. <laughs> exactly. Right. But it's just how funny how like you evolve or like what you thought was like, yep, this is me. This is my habit. Why would I change it? And now I'm at a point recently where I'm like actually the NAs that we drink are good and mm. I don't know I feel like I'm just taking a break lately I don't want to like frontal lobe a little more clear <sighs> yes mm-hmm. I want that to come back yeah be nice it did <laughs> and I'm wondering like why that is though that I'm now evolved to this place where I'm like you know what just why am I doing this? Alcohol? Well, you decided not to poison yourself because you actually are poisoning yourself when you do drink alcohol. This is one my first kind of uh, venture into cutting back and not drinking, which was about a year ago. You know, I started Googling, looking up alcohol. Um, and when you eat and you have a drink you know, of alcohol while you eat, your body does not even attempt to start digesting the food. It 100% goes to getting that alcohol out of your system um, because it's that toxic and it sees it as a poison. I mean, and it knows that it's that detrimental. It starts to try to break down and metabolize the alcohol, uh, get that out of your system before it even starts to mess with your food. So that's like a double whammy because your food's not getting digested, which is not healthy for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you're poisoning yourself to the point where your body is just putting all of its resources to get, to get this poison out of it, out of your system. Um, and like you just talked about, even even though it does eventually get out of your system, it's going to flow through the liver and the kidneys and affect the heart and the brain. Yeah. So I started reading all this. And I'm like, huh, I don't know that I need this going on in my body. Um, so And I was trying to get a more solid diet and everything at the same time. So I really just hampered down on it. And then it probably maybe three, four months of no alcohol kind of it's just not a, not a routine anymore routine anymore it was routine there for a while after working all day just want to want to relax you know have a beer or pour some whiskey that was a relaxing thing for me but that that routine that habit after it was it was months of not doing that um kind of went away and now if i see you know it's a nice summer day and you know, would like to have a margarita out on a on the patio patio at a restaurant yeah that seems like it would be nice but it's not the same sense of urge or same sense of um want to um and yeah like i said there's money more solid non-alcoholic choices out there if you pour non-alcoholic into a frosted you know beer mug and you're drinking it out in the patio with a porch or just watching tv yeah um, watching old sports since there's still no sports uh, you get that same kind of relaxation feeling. Uh, yeah. So that, that's what I found, and that's what I, I enjoy doing. Yeah. And you know what it is, too, for, like, the drinking for me? It's, like, the taste mm-hmm. is also, like, like if you had a, gla- a margarita and a glass of gasoline, and the person mm-hmm. told you that both the margarita, if you drink the margarita or the gasoline, 
it would have these effects on your body, this poisonous effects on your body, no, right? Sure, you no. absolutely, though, like, because the gasoline, I don't know what gasoline tastes like, but I imagine that it doesn't taste good. Mm. And so, right, like, I wouldn't want to drink the gasoline, but I shouldn't also want to drink the margarita because both, regardless of taste, are going to, like, poison my body. Sure, yeah. And, like, that's what, like, the challenge is, mm-hmm. right? Like, because part of me, like, oh, I like the taste of wine with my food. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, like, meeting that, or, but, like, realizing, okay, well, then just drink something that tastes like wine, that, or, like, something that you like the yeah. taste of that doesn't have alcohol in it. Okay. Yeah, and that's what you've been doing. Yes, and, mm-hmm. uh, well, yes, I absolutely love the freaking Lagunitas hop water, because that doesn't even have calories in it. That's what's no. wild. Mm-hmm. And those, um, the NAs that you've been getting, you had the Budweiser one. How many calories? 50 calories. Ca- so yeah, 50 calories low. in that. I'm pretty sure that's less than your say, Michelob Ultra is or whatever. Right. Yeah. It definitely is. Like 50 calories for a drink. Yeah, that's Anything low. under 100 calories I think is acceptable. It's a full-size Budweiser beer. Yeah. So. And then the Heineken NAs is 69. I always remember that. Sure you do. Yeah. It's an easy number. Um, what else is there? You got hair of the dog hair or the something. Hair of the dog, yeah. No, but it wasn't. It was like hairy dog. No, no, no. Hairless dog. Hairless dog. Um, <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's called Citra Lager, which is kind of more summertime, shandy type kind of citrusy flavor lager. Um, yeah, I just got that the other night. Uh, been drinking that. Yeah, that's good. I don't know how many calories is in it, but. Yeah, we need to look that up. Definitely, I'm sure, in the same range it's, there. Right, Definitely yeah. Definitely under 100. The NAs are nice because, yes, it's kind of fulfilling that taste, but not, like, as dense in calories, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then you can drive. Now, did you... I drink and drive. I will pop one of those <laughs> and put it in my console and be drinking and driving. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's technically legal, Michael. I don't know. I think because some non-alcoholics still have a small percentage but all these new ones, these Heinekens and these Budweiser and this Hairless August specifically says 0.0%. Yeah. So I don't know how that could be against the law. How do you think, or what do you think about people being able to buy it and they're not 21? Um, that's weird. I, I, we had this discussion today. I'm getting ID'd when I buy non-alcoholics. Right. And it might be because they think it's actual, you know, beer. They don't know the difference. I thought it was a rule that you still had to be 21 to buy non-alcoholics because I'm pretty sure it is. But then I, I thought I Googled it the other night and not every state is like that. Every state's a little bit different. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I think about that. <laughs> I don't think when I was under 21 that I even realized there were non-alcoholic beers. I'm being serious. I did. I certainly didn't know that. And when for a while there when I did there's non-alcoholic beer like what's the point of that well, that's crazy for sure I, that's what I remember but what was the main brand it was like well, it was Odul's it was, was Odul's yes yeah. okay and where are they <laughs> they're still there but they've lost a lot of the market share I'll tell you that yeah and they're crap compared to yeah the Budweiser the Heineken the Hairless Dog I don't even know if I've had an Odul's yeah no there's two they have two of the original and then the uh, there's an Amber Odul's which I like a little bit better. Okay. A little bit darker or Odul's. Maybe I have um, tried that. But no, they're, like... they're not as good as. So, sorry, Odul's. You got to... Step it up. Yeah, do something. Diversify your uh, portfolio. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting, Michael. But yeah, you've been off the booze now for what? Coming up on two weeks, I think. So. <laughs> right, see, if you can keep, see if you can keep it going. I think it's good. <laughs> oh my gosh, but it, believe me, it's a challenge. And I don't quite know this is what i'm talking about but i don't quite know the full purpose of it because like why can't i have a margarita when i want 
Well, you can. I think you, you know, can. I don't want to be like, nope, I'm done forever. Like, that's not the point of it or yeah. something. And, but I do, I feel like I will get to a point where, like, I won't ever have a drink again just because it's like, I'll go through this phase where we haven't drank in three months and then I'll have one, just one drink, and it will, like, freaking rock my world, knock me out, <laughs> you know, make me hungover the next day. I'm like, I'm never having one again. It's like one of those, yeah, maybe. like, moments that make you forever just be like no i don't want to because i'm like not in shape for drinking anymore i'll lay it out here the day so what happens in my lifetime the vikings win the super bowl i will pour myself a celebratory glass of whiskey (laughs) that's fine and i will drink it neat not on the rocks but neat and what does that mean michael it just means you pour it in to your glass room temperature room temperature no ice Neat. Neat. So yeah. then that means it must have to taste good. Oh, it's got to be a solid whiskey, yeah. Yeah. Um, or bourbon. Like a, uh, and there's, I said, I'm out of the game. I'm not going to try to act like I know what's good whiskey anymore, but. Yeah. I, I have no idea. <sighs> I never like whiskey. It's brown. McClellan 18, I think that's a good one. Four Roses. No, you don't drink that by its, you don't drink that neat, no. Really? You can mix that in. But what is that a whiskey may, may, or bourbon? Oh, that's a bourbon, yeah. I mean, you can make a nice Manhattan with that, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Well, I'm looking forward to that day never coming. Uh, probably not this year. Not only is there any football. Every week that goes by, it gets a glimmer and glimmer because <laughs> they're like trying to just practice, and everyone's getting they're not getting sick, they're not even really having symptoms, they're not certainly not dropping dead because no one's really dropping dead. Um, or dying of this, I should, I should say. Certainly not healthy professional athletes, but they're testing positive because they're having to test everyone like almost daily. And then, yeah, some people are, you know, one or two people, oh, and then they put up the name, the headline, you know, star running back Ezekiel Elliott, test positive for coronavirus, you know. Cowboys have to all quarantine now, the whole team, you know. How are we going to have a season? You, it's, you're it's like, not, it, well, then. Well, you're not because, I mean, you could. Because professional athletes can get sick. <laughs> yeah. They're not even sick. They're just getting tested. They don't, they're not showing and, any like, symptoms. And, told that they're... Told they're sick. Um, so, it's, it's stupid. Well, then they're all screwed, dude. If that's this like whole the... country is screwed. Yeah. And it's becoming very political. Um, and the left is making this a bigger deal than the right, saying it's not a big deal. It's probably somewhere in the middle. But I feel like the left wants to keep this going. To have this as their crutch against Donald Trump, if this coronavirus is still raging, and they're gonna be able to put this on Trump, and so, so he doesn't win the election, like it's becoming political, which is disturbing. But that's how this country works. Um, and they're actually the longer this keeps going, like you're hurting the poorest of the poor, which in my view is what you know the liberal, the Democrats try to stick up for. But you're not because like. These people that need these paychecks aren't getting them. And the unemployment and all that stuff is not going to a lot of these people. These undocumented people is what I'm referring to. They're not getting any money. Uh-huh. Uh, and by business not coming back, by sensationalizing, like today, the highest number of cases in the three most populated states. Well, no you know, shit. Exactly. Right? But it's, you know... It's, it's like we're back at stage one almost today. Right. The stock market sold off because of that. Um, you know, there's no whatever sight in the and, near future for like anything to get back to normal until there's a vaccine, which won't be till next year. Allegedly. Hopefully. 
So and like it is that I know I really don't know. I can't have like any opinion on it anymore because I just don't trust media. Yeah, you did your you got a test this week, right? A serology test. Yes, waiting for the results. Yeah, to see (laughs) if supposedly that will say if you had it or not. Correct. Well, yeah, it will just indicate that yes i have antibodies for it or i don't and then the assumption is if you have antibodies like you contracted it and developed antibodies but then they even said that doesn't necessarily mean it was for covid correct just some sort of form of sars you know which is this is another form of sars which sars has come and go in this country before we haven't reacted to it like this but it has come and gone previously all over the world Yes, it's mm-hmm. wild, Michael. And so, again, I just don't, like, you can read, I've sent you that CNN article. Oh, I know. Where it's just, like, the adjectives they're using to describe, like, like you know, using the term surge and, like, things that make it seem more. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, like, the highest mm-hmm. to date and packed, gosh, I, like, need to look at it. And then just it's. Because you, just because there's more positive tests does not mean people are dropping dead. Or that, you know, record hospitals number. are overwhelmed, and so that just doesn't mean that. Yes, concerning trends, um, just like just the way it's written is sensationalized because the spread is so rampant. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that's a term, um, and then it's like the people that they're quoting though kind of have like nothing to do with it, other than it's just this says you know so-and-so who's a like an affiliate i like that it just doesn't make sense um in the nation's most populous state california obliterated obliterated its yeah. previous single day high like yeah you can write that differently mm-hmm. as just fact versus using the term obliterated yeah well what was the second you know it's just like it obliterated well, the most it, it, it's, it's frustrating, yeah. Yeah, and so I just don't understand, like, why, if you're saying, like, it's politically motivated. It and is, yeah. what, which, that, which I think Trump has, you know, started this whole thing with fake news, especially CNN. It's, like, enemy number one for him. So they're, they've made it their agenda to make sure he doesn't get reelected. Um, and, yeah, they put, they're putting this stuff because Trump played it down, was, you know, saying this wasn't an issue at, early on. And, like, they're not going to let that go away. And they're trying to put this all on Trump um, and making this just a nonstop pandemic, the worst pandemic we've seen in our history. <laughs> right. And on and on and on. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my gosh. I it's, don't it's unfortunate. I can't yeah. trust anything either because then, you know, like, I didn't trust Fox News because that is, like, I know. I know. an agenda of, like, letting making Trump win. For sure, yeah. And so then it's, it's like, sad. I don't, yeah, I know. I, I feel like PBS, Channel 11, which is Iowa Public Television, PBS NewsHour, uh-huh. they seem to be the least uh, whatever. It, least one-sided. entertaining. Well, yeah, least entertaining right? for sure. Because it's just... But they're just giving you facts as far as I can see it, so... A report. Um, a report. And, like, do- you know, Dr. Fauci is not supposed to be... But Dr. Fauci's a doctor. So, like, his goal... He's not a businessman, you know? He's not out there living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, his goal is like, yeah, you don't want this to spread. So then he just, that's like his goal as a doctor, right? Okay, I get that. But so he's, everyone likes Dr. Fauci and he's saying, you know, we shouldn't have sports. You know, he doesn't see a football season because they'd have to essentially live in a bubble. 
well, they would have to live in a bubble if they weren't going to spread it. But it's okay to spread. The coronavirus can spread. It's a virus. It's a bacteria. We're teeming with them, like I've said in previous mm-hmm. podcasts. We are full of bacteria and viruses. Humans are great hosts for that. But these viruses and bacteria don't kill us. We have immune systems. Most of us are very healthy. Certainly professional athletes have very solid immune systems. They're not going to drop dead. Yep, they might spread it to their you know, their family who are also healthy. Hopefully they're not going to nursing homes or maybe going to see their elders. Okay, I could see that. Right. I understand that. But we can still have a, we can still play sports. You can still have events, concerts and stuff. This stuff has to go on. But it's not going to anytime soon, I and they're going to—they're going to shut it down because you just can't. The—the the thought of the SARS virus, the COVID nineteen, which has come and gone in many different forms of SARS before, and other viruses every year, for some reason, them seeing that going from one human to another human, somehow that's—I don't know what that is. That's like threatening the human, you know, existence <laughs> as a whole. Like I said, we're all covered in bacteria and viruses. This we've so this isn't different in my eyes, um, right? So, so are you, why haven't you started drinking? <laughs> exactly, and you know the healthier you are, the better immune system. I have even better immune system than I would have if I drank. I'm pretty sure of that because I don't compromise it by drinking. Yes, so. you know, Michael, that gives mm. me a great segue <laughs> well, good. to that's talk what, about like hoping. what happens. When, you know, alcohol passes through your body, another, like, fun, interesting fact. Because this will get back to, like, yeah, if you're, you know, this, like, hardcore coronavirus fear, you're afraid of it, then you shouldn't be drinking. No, exactly, yeah. Because, like, it compromises your immune system. If you're, if you drink, you're more likely to get sick. Like, that's Mm -hmm. obvious. And, like, Google it. Like, that's a proven, like, statistic, right? Because it compromises your immune system. So no one who believes in, you know, this... Like, they want to stop the spread, then you can't drink either. Exactly. So don't drink. (laughs) Good. Hear that, everyone? Yeah. Well, and, like, you had highlighted on this before of just, like, you drink it and, like, your body reacts as if it's poison. Mm -hmm. Is like, the same reaction as if you drank gasoline. Like, your body would react in trying to, like, get rid of it out of your body. Get it, like, through your, like, bloodstream and, like, get it out of your stomach. And stop everything that's happening in your stomach except for, like, getting out the alcohol. Getting out the gasoline. And I just, like, find that so fascinating because it's, like, alcohol's readily available there's liquor stores and like oh, yeah. you know four thousand square feet of your grocery store is dedicated to alcohol yeah well, <laughs> right? a lot of money to be made yeah yeah and so it's just like interesting that that is the case when we're like trying to like focus on our health right now well, they just pick and choose what they want to you know I said, point out i said earlier too so you can like google your way to convince yourself that alcohol is like good or bad for you so i also wanted to highlight wasn't red wine good for your heart i've heard many times that yes bingo right that's like the main one is that it in theory or there's like research to probably just correlate that you know there's like people less people with heart disease the ones who drank a glass of wine a day Mm mm-hmm had less heart disease than the ones who didn't or something but gosh like there's so much more that goes into that obviously like yeah. behavior socioeconomic mm-hmm. status and just like yeah your activity mm-hmm. every day um but then they're like trying to play the card that like oh it's the red wine because there's like more antioxidants in it that's what i hear yeah <laughs> well come on there's antioxidants in 
all sorts of food without alcohol well exactly and so like that cannot be this you know headline that research suggests it's always research suggests Mm -hmm. is like how you're like work around it for being able to like kind of make this like headline that then people then assume like oh no red wine's good for you because like i re- i heard this that like less people died of a heart attack the ones who drank red wine you know like they're oh, like yeah. making this kind of like assumption yeah and it's actually not a thing it's not a thing just like chocolate right Isn't that yes same thing yeah so drinking red wine and eating dark chocolate mm-hmm. and all those antioxidants and no. the health benefits from it like get real no that that's really the reason why you're like more healthy than someone because at the end of the day here if all your behavior was the exact same except for you drank one glass of wine a day and then the other person didn't Didn't. you did the exact same thing for a year who would be in better health the non-drinker were you willing to bet i would bet a lot i don't know if there's technically a study unless they came down and tested positive for you know what that non-drinker but they're oh. less likely to because they're not compromising their immune system well you could still both test positive but who would just exhibit symptoms so symptoms yeah 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 i get possibly my serology test results back thursday and i've told you this michael i have fantasized fantasized about wow. okay and i'm coming back and them telling me that yes you know you have antibodies for mm-hmm. it and i will just be like Oh my gosh, because like for me personally, I don't have any, um, I have no idea, right, if I've like come in contact with it. And so then, or yeah, I have antibodies yet or something. And so it'll just be funny because I don't, I never had like a moment where I'm like, you know what, maybe I had it in February. Remember when I was really sick that weekend? Mm. Like some people like say that yeah. Um, about like, well, I think I've already had it and my dad already had it. Like mm. I swear they did. And maybe they freaking did. Or maybe they just had the flu too or a cold or whatever. Um, Any number of things. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, and then the range is crazy too of the symptoms like some people literally yeah they're like they had a cold i think the majority they say the majority of people it's asymptomatic or just very minor you know things or they lost taste taste yeah that's like Uh, the main thing yeah it's all very minor stuff um which let's close down business as we know it because of that but yeah the majority of people it's no symptoms are very minor so yeah yeah. Well, and so it'll be interesting to see. And so that's why I'm just like, it'd be so amazing if they came back positive. It's just the weirdest thing, right? You don't want, like, any of, like, your blood draw tests from a physical to, like, oh, come back, yeah. like, no. with, like, and this tested positive, this is high or, like, anything. And I'm just like, please, like, that'd be mm-hmm. so great. And But then the critique of it is that, no, it could be these other forms of SARS. coronavirus. Yeah. SARS, Yeah. And so, but we'll see. Whatever. I could could find out as early as tomorrow. So we'll, you know, we'll see how that pans out. It probably though won't come back. We'll see. We'll see. It's hard. It's so hard to say. But God, it'd be so amazing. Okay. So anyway, uh, last fun fact or point that I wanted to talk about um, is you know alcohol is legal, marijuana technically is not. You know, like. Uh, not, not in uh, Iowa. Yeah, not in Iowa. Yeah. Not in, like, a national <laughs> level, you know? No, yeah. Like, isn't it still federally a crime? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, but, you know, it's up to the states to, like, regulate that or something. And so, 
it's continuing to become more mainstream and I feel like it will become legalized in every state eventually. Eventually. But that could be like 20 years. It could be a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Which is so strange. And so the thing is, though, realistically, like I've heard and myself, you know, say like, well, marijuana is like less inhibiting as alcohol or and it's just weird that one's legal and one's not and stuff. The thing is, is that there as technically a lack of research to honestly like fairly compare the two. Okay. Because there's just not a lot of marijuana studies hmm, okay. that would that would be comparing how that person reacts to it versus alcohol. Like it's so individually based anyway. Like I you could you just naturally have different tolerances yeah. for things individuals yeah. do. And so some people like they smoke weed or you know do a gummy once in their life and they're like never again never again like it was awful experience and i like didn't like it yeah i'm in that group pretty much (laughs) yeah and then other people it's like the opposite right like they hate alcohol or whatever but can completely tolerate marijuana and drive around and you would never even know they were high or something well yeah when it comes to the yeah mental or psychological aspects of it um but when you talk to the, about the physical you know detriment comparison um like i said marijuana for me doesn't doesn't do well just with me mentally uh but i know that what it does to your body the effects it has is i think very minimal certainly a lot less than alcohol alcohol is much more detrimental it- and yes. Then, I don't think anyone well, can argue that if you break that down. It depends on, like, your usage. The one thing that I think about with alcohol, though, and, like, its toxicity level is, like, if I took 10 shots right now, I would die. Mm-hmm. And if I took 10 hits of marijuana, like, I'd be fine. No, yeah. You know, like, I'd be paranoid. If you told me right now, up. tonight, I had to either, you know, get drunk or get high, I would choose to get high, even though I don't like to get high. And... Have, I don't ever get plan to get high ever again in my life. I've only done a handful of times. Um, because I know tomorrow there is no hangover with getting high. Yeah. And there's a reason for that because you're not whatever dehydrating and just destroying your your body to the point where it has to recover and be hungover the next day. Alcohol there is. And if I got drunk tonight, it'd probably take me two, three days to get back to normal. That's how much recovery would be involved with that. Yeah. There would be no recovery with the uh, with the marijuana. Hopefully, yeah, you'd like fall asleep. Yeah, but I would, I would um, become paranoid and probably have a racing brain. That's what I remember about marijuana usage in my, and that's the edible stuff. Uh, yeah, it's for me. I know, right? Oh my god, I, we, I specifically remember. that was in when we were in California. It's actually legal over there. Yeah, so everyone just relax, okay? But you didn't know how to use it. It was like yeah, a I, I don't know. Well, that's the thing with edibles. You don't know how much you're really taking. Well, and it's, it's easy more to of take like, too much. Yeah, it's easy because yeah. that it doesn't like kick in right away. Oh yeah. And so that's what like you're like, oh shit, you know, thirty minutes later, you're like, okay, I ate too much of the brownie. What do I do? And then I get paranoid about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I ate too much, and I just freak myself out. And so the other thing too about that is like, especially when you like first realize like, oh whoa, this is kind of like out of my control. Yeah. Is like you get scared. Like, is it gonna get worse? Is it gonna get worse? Yeah, like, yeah. oh my mm-hmm. god, that is the worst. Yeah, just freak, you just freak yourself out. I'm like, I'd rather yeah. not do this to myself. But but there's no hangover involved, and your body can process that yeah. very easily. I don't even know what it's really even processing. 
yeah. THC, whatever that, you know. I know. I should have Googled if you, like, stop digesting. <laughs> and, I, and I do actually think there are positive health effects when it comes to marijuana. Like, well, they, they proven for glaucoma. It helps glaucoma patients. Mm-hmm. I don't know how or why, but also for pain management. I think marijuana is much better than all the opioids. I mean, duh. Yeah. So, but they can prescribe this insane fentanyl niner opioids morphine morphine stuff but marijuana is not well i think as a medical use i think it is pretty much widely accepted now hopefully i know i can't remember in iowa if it is there's definitely like oils that you can get yeah and i don't know what cbd is a new hot thing yeah i don't know i was listening to a podcast that was like breaking it down it's like cbd is like from the whole plant and then hemp seed oil is just from the seed and there's no THC in it. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so it's just like you have to like be pretty diligent if you truly want like CBD oil and you're not just getting sent hemp oil. Like you can't go buy true CBD oil on Amazon. What's really being sold is like hemp. Hmm, okay. o- hemp oil, which is like from extracted from the seed. And yeah. so that's kind of just like a facade. Whereas like CBD technically has a legal amount of THC in it if it does at all yeah that's like the other thing too is like you'd have to like have it like be confirmed like oh it technically has trace amounts of THC but nothing that like would ever have an effect on you like marijuana does oh, okay um but yeah that's for what I recall hmm. okay well any, anywho I mean yeah I think there's proven benefits of Marijuana use. Like, yes, health benefits, yeah. just like drinking red wine. Just like red wines chocolate. and antioxidants. Those are not true health I benefits. think it could definitely help you sleep better. And, um, like, it could be prescribed, like, some, like, edible portion versus, oh. like, sleeping pills, whatever's in that. Oh, I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's, marijuana is a natural thing. It's not synthetic, you know. Right. It's, I think it's a certainly healthier and better option. Yeah. So that's interesting. And so we'll see how that develops for Iowa. And, you know, like our joining states have it legalized. Yeah, Illinois. Illinois does. Yeah. Does Kansas and Missouri? No. What the heck? <laughs> 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 There's a lot of money be, to be made there. A lot of tax dollars, you know. I know. And so I wonder, like, with Iowa, too, we could be the, you know, growing it one day uh-huh. as, like, our main crop. Fun. Okay. Uh, Michael? Yes? To date... Okay. 124,000 people in the United States have died with uh, attributed to like COVID related deaths. Okay. <sighs> now we can But smoking cigarettes is linked to 440,000 deaths a year in the United States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, again, this year. And if you're a smoker, especially a heavy smoker, you are much more prone, which this happened in Italy. There's a lot of smokers in Italy. Oh, yeah. To coming down. Well, not only coming down, but then being, you know, largely um, significantly affected by the virus because it's all respiratory linked. So you have compromised lungs. And then a lot of these people who have died are also smokers, um, which is kind of like, duh. If you weren't smoking the cigarettes, good chance you wouldn't have died because of COVID. Right. Um, so what's really killing you there? Is it the COVID or is it the fact that you're a smoker? I know, Michael. I would be much more pro, hey, 
it's a let's not smoke. I mean, just everything about smoking cigarettes is disgusting. <laughs> How is that? I mean, that's allowed, but we you know football and baseball, all these other things that are healthy activities, are not allowed. Correct. What's what, going on? Where we? What might, world am I in? I'm telling you, man. That's that's just think about mm-hmm. that stuff, right? And so it's changed. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to be drinking. But I could. I could too. (laughs) Go buy a bunch of cigarettes right now. Well, you might as well. And you don't die from cigarettes. You know, you die from something else, technically, that was influenced by cigarettes. Yeah, how do you like that? How do you like that? And you don't die from alcohol. Same thing. But you do die. Well, you could die from alcohol, right? Like I said, if you took 10 shots, you could die from alcohol There's alcohol poisoning, poisoning for sure, yeah. 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 Okay, so you can. (laughs) Well... Anyways, I mean, there's so many cases right now, this coronavirus. What was the adjective again? California's getting obliterated right now. Obliterated. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know of another adjective. California massacred its own record. So just be careful of what content you consume and think about it, right? Okay, so... We're going to listen to PBS and then NPR is the and, other. And I'm cool with Donald Trump not being reelected president, but let's not, you know, shut down this country until election time with this fear of the coronavirus to make sure he's not. That is not the way to go about it. No. Okay. We, it sucks because we can't do that. I just, these scary times of like in two weeks, we're talking about different states that have shut down again or something. I just like mm. cannot picture it, but well, this I, like... quarantine, this, those three states out east: New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. Now, if you're coming into those states from a different state, you have to quarant- do a self quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. Excuse me. What? That is insane. That just happened today. So I, and you know, more to come with that, right? Like I asked mm. you, I'm like, so won't other states follow suit? L- likely, yeah. And that's insane. But as it, well. it, it, would, it would be democratic. I'm telling you, it'd be only Democratic-run states that would do that. And I think those three, I want to say they all are Democratic-run. I know New York, New Jersey, I think Connecticut has to be too, yeah. So I'm just telling you, this has become very political now, just like everything in this country, and it's wild. It's wild times. Still going, this is still, I mean, how, well, I don't know, this is nuts. This is still the first wave. Oh, is it? Well, that's what they're telling me. Oh, okay, well, good. I I could... I, it hasn't affected the way that I operate. I have not gone to see my great-grandpa. Not my great-grandpa. My grandpa in the nursing home. We haven't visited your grandparents either. Nope. That's the responsibility. Like, that's being responsible. We, should, we understand we shouldn't do that. Um, because, yeah, should they come down with this, I do understand that there's a like, very much greater chance that yeah, they would succumb to that. Yeah. So death. we're not doing that. But, I mean, everything else, I mean, I have gone, you know... Every grocery store, every, I work in a hotel. There's people coming and going from different states. I'm interacting with them nonstop. There's all these different protocols in the hotels that, you know, corporate gives us to have the sense of security for the guests when they come in, which the guests, the majority of my guests are not wearing masks. They're, you know, not really any sort of fearfulness. This is the state of Iowa. I'm sure maybe in California is different. Maybe they all have masks on and they're keeping their six feet apart. And you have to have the six feet decals on the ground to make sure you're not inside. You're, you know, five feet next to someone. God forbid you're five feet away from someone. 
So crazy. So bizarre. And just sheer stupidity, if you ask me. I'm not a doctor. I'm not Dr. Fauci. So... Let's it's not, suggested let's not have guidelines. Football. They have to suggest something, and that's. Just... I suggest don't drink, don't smoke, and watch your weight. <laughs> I think washing your hands is smart. If you weren't washing your hands before, you know, God have mercy on your soul, because why weren't you washing your hands before? But no, you know, that's a big thing. Yeah, hand sanitizer. Uh, well, that's great. So man. with that, Michael, we got to close it. Yeah, we have to. I'm getting too worked up. Oh dear. Well, thank you for listening, guys. I hope that you took away something here especially with michael's uh comments i'm gonna have a drink after this <laughs> made one made me uncomfortable <laughs> all right so stay safe stay healthy wash your hands and wash your hands